You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentaries Global Rankings. Hello, thank you for listening. This is episode 76 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 21st of April. In this episode, we'll hear from connections with runners in what looks to be the strongest 2000 guineas trial yet, the Dewhurst Stakes at Newbury on Saturday, before looking at the Scottish Grand National up at Ayr. First though, the Nelgwyn, a key guineas trial for the fillies, was run on the Roly Mile at Newmarket this week, won last year by subsequent Thousand Guineas heroine Cachet. This time it was won impressively by Mama's Girl for Richard Hannon and Ammo Racing, and after the race Nick caught up with her jockey Sean Levy to see what he made of the performance. I thought she gave me she gave me the feel of a good horse. Um, she ticked a hell of a lot of boxes for me. You know, she's definitely one you wanna you wanna ride into battle as far as the one thousand Guineas is concerned. I think there's no doubt she stays. That's not an issue. But it was it was her mentality and um, you know how she how she behaved in the day was 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 another another box she ticked. She was very laid back, very straightforward, traveled lovely behind the bit. And like you said, very push-button acceleration that she has is... Um... Now, she went off a, a pretty big price. Um, and I, I mean, I know she's she's going to be Kevin Stott's ride if if she goes to the Guineas and Ammo Racing don't, don't, have another, don't have another horse in the race. Um, but what was the actual expectation from, from the Hannon team going into the race? Um, look, she's always been a nice fit at home. You know, um, early doors, as a two-year-old, we thought she'd... She'd be very good, but she just she had a couple of setbacks and whatever have you, and didn't end up running until the autumn, I believe. And when she won that maiden in Newmarket, I do remember thinking, "Wow, I'd actually be looking forward to seeing her next year." Um, I w- obviously, after Hammer Racing um, signed Kevin Scott, I wasn't expecting to be riding her in the Nail Green. I was quite surprised that Kevin chose to ride the other filly. Yeah, and you found out a good bit bit more yesterday. Did you think it was a strong race or not? I didn't believe so. When we walk around the back of the stalls at the start, it looked like she did look, she did catch the eye. She looked like she'd definitely done better than the rest of them over the winter. And even though she was impressive, I was still a bit surprised that throughout the whole race, I thought I had everything covered. You know, it just gave me the impression that maybe there wasn't a huge amount of depth in that race. Ammo Racing were also victorious in the Craven Stakes with their Colt by Kodiak Indestructible, this time ridden by retained rider Kevin Stott and trained by Carl Burke. It was his first start for Carl, having been trained in Ireland last season by Michael O'Callaghan during his two-year-old campaign, and here's Carl on what sort of performance he was expecting yesterday. He's definitely um, been working very well, Nick, and um, he's a lovely, lovely, strong, scopy Kodiak. Um, you know, I expected him to, to, to run well. He'd been His pieces of work over the last month have just, each piece of work he's got better. 
Um, you know, we, we've had a little um, cauterisation operation for on him and a couple of little little niggles along the way, but nothing major. And he did miss a couple of weeks of work because of those niggles. And hence, you know, I thought he was he, he maybe was a bit fitter than uh, than I gave him credit for because um, than I thought he was going into the race yesterday. He didn't uh, he didn't lose a hell of a lot of weight, but that said. You know, you never know with with the trials. They're there for trials. I'm sure. I thought he looked looked fairly fit in the paddock, and um, a few of the others looked uh, looked a little bit burly. So maybe they'll come on. But I, I couldn't have been happier with him yesterday. You know, he's he performed really well. He's very tough, and he saw out the mile really well. Hot favourite for tomorrow's Greenham Stakes at Newbury is Chow Dean, who signed off his two-year-old season by winning the Group 1 Dewhurst Stakes and is currently second favourite with most firms for the 2000 Guineas. Chow Dean would be an extremely popular winner as the retiring Frankie de Tory will be aboard and Judmont's racing manager Barry Marne spoke with Nick about his hopes for the horse and whether he's at all worried by the prospect of soft ground for the son of Frankel. No, he's won on soft ground. I don't think soft ground is going to be a problem. Look, it's, it's two weeks before Guinea, so if it gets any, any worse than soft, we will relook at the situation. Um, but definitely, we wouldn't be concerned with soft ground. Um, it'll be good to get him out. I think Andrew's been very happy with him and get the cobwebs blown off and hopefully it'll settle up nicely for the guineas. And when you look at him and you saw what he did last year, his last four triumphs were over, over seven furlongs. There doesn't seem to be any doubt, given that he's by Frankel, that he'll, he'll get a mile. But he's out of a, a, a fast mare from, a, from quite a fast family. Do, do you think anything beyond a mile is, is within his compass or not? It's probably unlikely, um, looking at his pedigree, as you said, there's a lot of speed on the dam side. Uh, his run style, you know, he's a very laid-back type of horse, always only does enough. So, you know, you would you would question whether he, he would get 10 in time. But look, as for the minutes, I'd say a mile looks looks like it's ideal for him. And uh, as the season progresses, then he'll tell us if he wants to step up to 10. Taking on Chaldine will be Streets of Gold, who was unbeaten last year in all five starts, and he just looked to keep on improving. He's currently around the 14-1 to 1 mark, and trainer Eve Johnson-Horton gave an update to Nick on how he's developed from two to three. Um, he's done fantastically well. Um, he's not a big horse. He hasn't grown into a big horse suddenly, but he has really filled out and strengthened up. Um, so, yeah, very happy with him. Um, there is a bit of rain around at the weekend. The ground at Newbury at the moment is on the easy side. He won on soft ground toward the back of uh, of last year. Do you think it's important to him relative to his chance against the others? He's probably a top-of-the-ground horse, but I think it might inconvenience him less than others, maybe. Um, he's never worked flashily. He just works nicely. Um, he goes well. He does everything with a smile on his face, and he enjoys life, but he's never never going to go 10 lengths clear of something and you're going to go wow that was impressive because he's never done that but he's never done that in a race either so he's the sort of horse that's you don't know how good he is until he isn't he is bred um bred to stay he's out of a half sister to the um to the irish derby winner uh treasure beach um you know who's by frankel so there is definitely staying in there no, he's a really well-bred horse. I mean, he just wasn't a very big yearling. He's not a very big three-year-old. He's just not very big. Um, and I think Havana Gold might, you know, not everyone had cottoned on to him. And now they have cottoned on to him. And unfortunately, he's died. So that's no good 
took man on the beach, which is very, really annoying. Um, but um, yeah, he's got he's got a lovely little pedigree. There's no reason why he can't be a really good horse. But you know, he doesn't give us. He's not someone that is flashy, so it's so, so hard to know. Taking a trip up north now to Air, where they hosted the first day of their two-day Scottish Grand National fixture this afternoon, with the main event taking place tomorrow. Sandy Thompson experienced a very difficult day at Aintree last weekend, losing Hill 16 in the Grand National, but maybe Flower of Scotland or Empire Steel can give his yard something to smile about tomorrow in the formal contest. Nick put a call into Sandy in the middle of the week to find out about their chances, but first to see what it's been like for him since last weekend, having appeared on various media outlets since defending the sport, whilst also trying to concentrate on the upcoming action this weekend. Yeah, it was it was a huge relief actually yesterday morning to you know get back on the gallops and and and, and get the horses working and and you know that was that was sort of you know where where everything changed and we had to move on from Monday's media media circuses as some might call it. Um, but I think it was Monday. Monday was was very revealing, and we actually found exactly what Animal Rising are all about. And uh, you know, it's 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 pretty scary stuff when they're they're wanting plant based diets and basically the whole countryside to be rewilded, not to be any animals apart from fluffy fluffy animals for people to look after. And you know, they they've picked the Grand National as a very soft target to get to get a lot of exposure to try and you know force their views on on people um but fortunately you know we live in a society where you know hopefully we can make sure that that we get the message out there and we are supported by you know and continue to be supported by a huge number of people you know look at all the people that bet on them grand national have a sweepstake on it and and and, and watch it and and as long as those numbers you know continue that, that it will show that that we are that the public want the race and obviously that doesn't mean we will, we will continue and the BHA will continue to do everything in its power to make it as safe as possible but we know that in all racing that, that there's unfortunately going to be fatalities obviously you'll have had a lot of support from the racing community and, and people who love the Grand National what about the reaction from from your local community for example people who you you might bump into in the in the shops of a daily basis who know what you do what, what sort of reaction have you had from them yeah listen I've had, I've had a huge positive reaction and you know I I don't know how many emails I've had um you know, I have, you know, hundreds of emails and, and, and text messages for giving giving people support, and, and you know, from as far afield as New Zealand and Germany, and you know, not not just this country, and you know, of, of course, the, the world we live in, there's, the, there's always the, the negative ones as well now, and and you know, some of them which are, you know, just plain bloody crude and and, and, and offensive, but uh, that that that's the, the world we live in now. And you are, as I say, have to sort of gather yourself and and push on to to this weekend. Um, your your staff have lost one of their their fantastic horses in in Hill Sixteen. What's the sort of mood in the yard like? Yeah, it, it, it was the same, very somber. And, and and you know, Monday was a were a very difficult day. That was the first time that they were all together. And uh, you know, we had a, we had a chat in the morning about it, and uh, quickly. Uh, 
just just had to had had to move on. I mean, listen, you'll never be forgotten. Time will time will time will heal, but uh, you know he, he'll never be forgotten because he was, you know, he, he he was such a star. He unfortunately never won for us, but he ran some great races. And you know, the fact that he was running in the Grand National, um, you know, it just gave him gave everybody that that bit more. Um, knowledge about him in the yard, and 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 they loved dealing with him because he was, you know, he, he was just a big gentleman of horse. Sandy, this weekend could be a, a very big one for you. Tell me about the two runners in the Scottish National and how hopeful you are of of winning that. The, the, these big handicaps, uh, you know, are, are, not, are not easy to win. But obviously, we're going with two horses that uh, have, have have the form in the book. Um, Empire Steel at Kelso was was obviously very good, and uh, obviously he's gone up a few pounds. But if, if, if Dusart stays in, he'll have a nice weight, and uh, yeah, I think I think I think he'll run a run a big race. Um, Flower of Scotland, obviously she's she's very small, and, and we probably want it softer. It, 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 you know, maybe good to softer is a little rain forecast for Saturday. But she ran a cracking race. Obviously, when she won the Borders National, she ran really well around Musselburgh because that, you know, just wouldn't be her track um, and was staying on to be third. So, yeah, given, given a bit of luck, it, it, it tends to be, you know, a lot of horses and, and there's not a lot of room at times. So, due to her size, um, you know, she'll, she'll just need a bit of luck in running. But, but I think they could both run, you know, big races. Magnus Sam actually beat Farrah Scotland last time out at Musselburgh back in February, where he also beat subsequent winner Captain Catterstock. So that form seems to be stacking up well. That was his first start for trainer Alistair Ralph, who explained that the Scottish National has been the target ever since. Yeah, that's sort of been the plan since uh, Edinburgh. Um, that's sort of been planned for, for him to go here. It seems a good option for him and he, he likes he likes the better ground. So it's a good option for him to come here, yeah. Uh, he looked a bit of a revelation on his first start for you. What were you expecting when you got him? Um, obviously, he had a good season before he came to us. and uh, But, yeah, it, the way he worked with us, his work being impressive with us, and we've been pleased the way he came and fitted into the yard and fitted into our routine. And, and you say his work had been good. It's quite unusual to hear somebody eulogise about a horse's work when they are... Uh, an extreme stayer. Did you actually think he would get three miles seven, or, or the the guts of four miles? Um, yeah, he's obviously been worth been good, but he gave the impression when watching his previous runs that he would get a bit further. So um, it was obviously a big big ask for him, but we were pleased with his homework going into the race. Um, so yeah, we we're quite hopeful. And I suppose the thing about this is, you know, big field like this, is he street wise enough for it? Is he a horse who's going to mind the the hustle and bustle where they where they race so tight? Well, that's probably the question mark. Obviously, we've got on him, but he he's been he, he seems a very very easy horse to take to that scenario. He travels well. He's on the way up there now as we speak. Um, but he, he seems a horse that travels well up there and takes everything in his stride. And um, he's been obviously been around for a while. So hopefully that that, that will he'll take it in good step. And is he the sort of horse you think can just get out there and be quite positively ridden? Often that's a tactic that pays dividends, particularly round air if the ground's drying out a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, he likes to be positive. Um, and Alex obviously knows him quite well. He's ridden him a couple of times before. Um, so, yeah, it, it's something we're, we're definitely, we'll be definitely up there. And he jumps very well and takes it all. He travels, travels well and... It, and that, that, that's sort of the plan, really. Sounds like all systems go for, for, for a bold run. Is there fairly tangible excitement around the yard about the possibility of having a, a real one in a big race like this? Yeah, it is. It's big for us. Obviously, we're improving all the time, season on season, improving our quality. And it's, it's good to have a horse in a, in a race like this. It's a uh, good buzz around the yard, so everyone's very excited. So there we go. Plenty to look forward to this weekend. Whether it's jump or flat action you're after, Nick will be back as usual on Monday morning. Thanks again for listening and have a good weekend. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary.